Hey there, this is Toecast. This is episode nine. Nine of them already, and nobody's listened to a single one. It's amazing. Nobody. Uh, actually, I've gotten up to like a whopping 15 listens to an episode. I think that's what I'm at now for a high score, so that's pretty pathetic, but it's it's still fun to do. You can get me TommyTTruck at gmail.com or Toecast, Tommy Tow Truck. It's a Facebook page. Um, this week we're going to cover three things. What I call rec etiquette. How do you operate out on a rec scene? Uh, the other thing is most of you, if you're in the business, have seen the $37,000 tow bill for a five-mile tow over, uh, gosh, was it Michigan maybe? Uh, somewhere over there, one of those states that people forget about. The other thing is it started going around yesterday, the tater twister, the tater that's got, it's trying to lift a box, but its front end is about six feet off the ground. And apparently we're told via Facebook, of course, so believe it if you want, don't, if you don't want to, says the frame broke in three places when it slammed down to the ground. Uh, way to go, buddy. Making the industry look good. Wreck etiquette. Mm, this is a big one for me because where we are, there's a lot of towers on the uh, rotation. And maybe a third of them actually clean up a wreck. You will, not, only, not only that, the way it works around here is each person gets a car. You don't get called to a wreck and get the whole wreck. One company gets each car in a wreck. So quite often, you're sitting there sweeping. You get the car loaded. You start sweeping. You look up, and, and all you see is taillights from the other guy. Other guy's just gone. Doesn't help you a bit. I guess doesn't feel a responsibility to clean up the scene. And I do not understand this. This is your town. This is where you live. Why don't you want, if nothing else, forget that it's your job, forget that it's your responsibility when you sign up to be a police tower. It's your town. Why the fuck do you want intersections full of bumper covers and broken glass as you drive to work every morning or bring your family to dinner at night? Ugh, drives me nuts. We're trying to get something done about it. We, 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 uh, we're, we're trying to nudge the local PDs into uh, enforcing it a little better and enforce a nobody leaves the scene until the entire scene is clean type of policy, which it, it's, it's a fucking shame you've got to have a policy like that. It, it should just be, uh, you know, a case of personal responsibility and just doing the right thing. And I think a lot of people these days have forgotten about doing the right thing. Um, take it beyond that. Once you sweep it up, once you clean up the mess, where do you put it? Are you one of these fucking idiots who throws the debris inside the car? Because you're a, you're a special kind of freaking shithead if you're throwing debris in a car. Um, a, you really don't know at that time. I mean, sometimes you, yeah, okay, that's a freaking total. But still, these people... These people are going to be coming back to your yard. 
and they're going to want to get stuff out of the car, especially if they're taken away by ambulance. They probably left everything in their car, maybe even a pocketbook or all that stuff. Or maybe maybe they got a freaking iPad laying on the front floor, and you just dumped a bunch of broken glass on top of it. Um, you know, how often do you have a family member come to the yard and either their family member is injured still in the hospital or perhaps they have passed and they come and they know they always kept grandma's gold bracelet around their shifter, some, something like that. And now they have to dig through a car full of crap that you put there to look for their loved one's items. Uh, you know, hopefully it's not something wet. I mean, is it oil dry? Is it broken glass? Is it part of a bumper cover? Put the shit on your truck, carry a garbage can, a broom and a shovel, throw the shit in the dumpster when you get back to the yard. We we picked one up at a, a local record service not too long ago, and the entire freaking thing was filled with trash from the accident. And it was a big accident. And the family members, one by one, family members want to start coming to the vehicle, seeing it. Hey, do you mind if I go through it and try to find this? I know it was in there. They come back up and they're like, we can't find anything. It's covered with wet oil dry and broken glass everywhere. We can't even go through the car. You know what? I'm sorry. We didn't do it. Uh, you need to look at the the, uh, the tower that pulled it in for the police department. And really, you need to go to the police department and say this shit needs to stop. Now... I don't know how it is in your area. For some reason, you know, we get to a wreck sometimes and the fire department has already taken upon themselves to sweep up the scene and dump their shovels in the wrecked vehicle. You know, that I know that was commonplace back 60s, 70s, 80s, whatever you want to however far you want to go back. I know that's how it used to be done. But these cars now are so expensive. And, you know, a lot of the times when the insurance company comes and gets the car, you know, the outside of the car is destroyed. But somebody sees value in that car at IAA or Copart and, and it helps them recover some of their costs. And I'm not a fan of an insurance company, but if I was now the owner of a car and I knew the leather interior could have been kept intact and kept value, uh, it pissed me off to see shit dumped all over it. Um the it just reflects poorly on our entire business because one guy does it and now it's the towers now the towers <laughs> that one guy will dump shit in a car and now tow truck drivers everywhere dump shit in cars so i mean put a little bit of thought into it carry a you know you get these little bags we call it debris management and that's not our idea. We stole that from another company who I think uh, has really got things figured out. And carry these mini um, debris bags like they use on construction sites. Keep a couple in your trucks. If there's a lot of debris, put the shit in a bag. Get it back to your yard. Leave the damn bag laying in front of the, the, the car. And tag it with the same invoice number on the car so you can keep them together and make sure the freaking riffraff 
from IAA and Copart, the fucking junk haulers, make sure they take it all with them. I know for $45 a tow, they don't want to do any extra work, but you know what? It's what you fucking signed up for. Get the trash off my yard. I don't want it, so put it in a bag, keep it with it, make sure that damn junk hauler knows to take the shit with them. All right, topic number two. The $37,000 bill for towing a trailer only five miles. That is horrendous, right? Absolutely fucking terrible that this tow company would charge $37,000 for a five-mile tow. Wait a minute. Back up. It wasn't a tow. It was a freaking trailer loaded, jammed under a freaking bridge. Okay? So... News people, I know you're looking for your next greatest towing uh, disaster ripoff scam from a towing company. I know you're looking for that story. They're, they're, they're juicy. Everybody loves them. Beat up on the towers. Now, strangely, a lot of details have not come out that I've been able to find regarding how much was on the trailer, how long they were out on the scene, the the company owner just seems like a old curmudgeon you know he's uh just a he just comes off as not really a nice old man he he maybe he's just pissed off maybe i'm judging him wrong but to keep characterizing this as a fucking 5 mile tow it's dishonest it's not good reporting it was a heavy recovery and this guy has not he's not accepting any responsibility that his company shut down a roadway for hours and hours and possibly damaged a bridge nobody's looking at that guy asking him uh what's up dude you know where where does your responsibility lie in this now 37,000 for a trailer stuck under a bridge mm, you know you know, I did see a couple of photos and it really didn't look like $37,000 to me. I wasn't there. I don't know the people, equipment, time involved. So, you know, I guess maybe we need to leave the discussion of the amount out of it, except for the fact that when they tie that to the phrase for a five mile tow, it pisses me off as a tower. Because they're, this was a recovery. And, and it keeps hitting the news again and again. Now the company got fined $1,000. Now that's the maximum they can be fined under their program that they're on in their contract. Where, 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 does, where does all the fault lie here? Um, the sheriff's department or PD, whoever it was that handled this, they said... They believe they believe it should have been about a thirty five hundred dollar tow. All right. Mr. Police Officer, what are you basing that on? Where did you come up with that number? Did you just pull it out of your ass, kinda like some of your regulated rates? No cost study, no logic, no information to base an educated opinion on. Eh, thirty five hundred sounds about right. So we'll charge them a $1,000 fine. They did get their $37,000 from the truck owner. 
they did get it. So, you know, there may be a lawsuit to follow. I doubt there are any releases signed. But the guy got his got his truck back, and the tower got a thousand dollar fine. So there's still thirty six thousand dollars ahead of the game. Uh, one news report I watched said that uh, there are are uh, several other pending complaints against this towing company for price gouging. If that's the case, get rid of them. If you honestly believe they have a, a, a routine habit of gouging customers get them off the fucking rotation tighten up the list tighten up the requirements raise your specs high spec contract high spec contract that's where we need to be quit lowering the freaking bar so your buddy can get on the list people deserve to have their roadways opened quickly they deserve to have them opened safely if you can't do both of those you have no place on a towing rotation uh, last thing I'm going to address here is uh, the tater twister. I didn't say titty twister. Tater twister. And it is that blue and red truck going around the internet yesterday. This thing, it's a rotator. It's blue and red. And the only picture is it more or less short-chained to a 40-foot shipping container. Not... I mean, hell, at least I saw the use of snatch blocks, so that's that's pretty freaking amazing. But uh, the front of this rotator is about six feet off the ground, and then the story is that when something finally failed and it slammed the ground, the frame broke in three places. Well, that one drop, I don't know if that one drop is going to cause three breaks, but you know, I guess it's possible depending on age of the truck, condition, maintenance, all that good shit. But... Why is there a guy operating a rotator who does not understand the very simple concept that once your front end comes off the ground, you're not going to lift the load? The load is heavier than the front end of your truck. Your freaking seesaw is broke. All right? The second your front end comes off the ground, you're done lifting. It, it you, It's not magically going to get three feet off the ground and start lifting again and settle back down. Actually, probably the opposite is going to happen. The higher that goes, it's traveling up on a slight arc because of the length of the truck. So you're actually shortening wheelbase and lightening the front end as you come up. So things are going to get worse for you. Why is this guy operating this truck? He doesn't know how to lift a freaking Connex box, but he's in a what looked like a 60-ton rotator. That guy's going to hurt somebody. He's going to kill somebody. He's going to damage your equipment. Maybe it was the owner. If it's the owner doing that shit, shame on you, man. Give that fucking truck to somebody who deserves it, who's who's gone out and got the training. Because the the problem there, lifting the front end, that is like the very first thing taught to you in, in just about any uh, training class. Wreckmaster, Wes Wilburn, um... Miller's Rotator School, you know, it's it's one of the first things that's taught to you. And if you, So that tells me this guy went out and bought a rotator because he had some money. Not because he had skill, not because he had experience, and damn sure didn't have training. So what is he doing with this truck? It's, it, it's, it's going to take 
a serious injury or a fatality to change these things. And then we're going to see all sorts of regulation come down. OSHA, hello. OSHA is going to be coming. They're going to be knocking on our door real soon. So, moral of the story, if you don't know what the fuck you're doing, stay out of the damn big trucks. Uh, you're going you're gonna to hurt yourself or somebody. At the very least, you're going to tear the shit out of a damn half-million-dollar truck, three-quarter-million-dollar truck. So, go get some training. You don't fucking know it all. Um, that's uh, That about wraps it up for this week. It's a little on the shorter side, but that's okay. Tommy Tow Truck on Facebook, Towcast, and Tommy T Truck at gmail.com. Please visit the Facebook page, and I try to post stories throughout the week that are interesting, funny, whatever. Um, try to not post the mainstream stuff that you see flying around all the other towing pages, uh, but uh, I've, I've got my little Google Alerts set up. I'm looking for good stuff, so... Check out the Facebook page, and I will talk to you later.